Welcome to the Portable Entrepreneur Podcast, helping web design and SEO entrepreneurs start and grow their online business. Here's your host, web designer, SEO, and founder of PortableEntrepreneur.com, Christine Mysell. Hey, 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 Christine Mizell here. Good day to you, and thanks for joining me again today. I have to say that I am so excited and really honored to see the global community that we have here at Portable Entrepreneur, to see people from all over the world joining us in our group on Facebook, participating, going through this process together, setting up a web design and SEO business. It's just so neat to see. And we all have the same questions, the same problems, the same process that we're trying to make happen. And there's so much that we can learn from one another that we can use to make our businesses better. So thank you for all of you joining me no matter where you are from. This has been really fun to see. Now today I have a good question from Amber and she's providing SEO services. And here is what she asked. She said, I recently signed my first SEO client in the contract. I said that I would perform on page optimization, such as keywords, H1 and H2 tags, alt tags, etc. I suggested that they should add some more content and features. The client responded with, yeah, go right ahead. I meant for them to do it themselves, but they obviously felt that it was part of my role. Is this just part of performing on-page optimization, adding keyword-focused content, videos, social media accounts, SSL certificates, etc.? All right, this is a really good question because we need to make sure that we are being clear with our clients, we are clear on exactly what we're providing and what is going to get the results and the outcomes that the client wants. Now, I will say that this is your business, so ultimately, you get to decide what services you provide and what you include is ultimately up to you. Now, I've seen this done different ways. Some people will create all the optimization. So for instance, they will create the meta titles and the meta descriptions, H1 tags and all of that, or even optimize the content. And then they will send it over to the company's web developer and ask them to get on the site and implement it. So these SEOs don't want to touch the website at all. Now, other SEOs will only provide services if they are the ones actually optimizing the site directly. They don't want to have extra time working with somebody who doesn't understand the process or risk having it done incorrectly. So again, how you do this is completely up to you. Now, there are also a variety of packages that are out there. There are some packages that include a handful of key tasks, And there's others that include much, much more. And of course that can vary depending on the package a client purchases. You pay less, you get less. You pay more, you get more. How it tends to go. Now, I'm not sure what you mean by features that you were recommending or or what that might look like. I would need a little bit more detail there, but that very well could be outside of the scope of SEO. That could just be something that would benefit them, but is not an SEO related task. Now, you also talked about content. Now, again, providing content is up to you. You can choose to have the client hire you for that. You can include it in your service packages, and then you can either do the content yourself, you can outsource the content, or you cannot do it at all and just have the client do it themselves, or they can outsource it however they want to get the content done. 
Now, my main concern here with what you're saying is the communication because that is what it all comes down to. You don't want to have an unhappy client because you weren't on the same page. Okay, now figuring out what to include for SEO is about what is going to help your client get the best results. And if you are going to be providing something that's not really going to help them get the results that they need, then leave it out. If there are tasks on the other hand that they will need to get the best results possible, either include it or support them in making sure that they have a plan for getting that done. Otherwise, if for instance, content is something that's going to be really huge for them and you don't work with them to help them create a plan so they don't get the results from your work, they're going to be looking at you. So you need to still make sure that you at least have a plan in process to address that with them. But again, this comes down to getting on the same page with your clients. This is easier to do and should be done at the beginning of the process before you actually start doing the work and while you are talking to the client about your services. You gotta let them know what to expect. But this is a learning experience for you. This is how we get out there. We learn, we figure out how to get better and better. So you've done that. I commend you for getting out there and starting to provide your services as your first client. This is awesome. This is amazing. And I want you to continue that. And every client you get, you're gonna create a better and better process. So now that you've seen this, now you know that you can go back review your conversations that you had in the beginning and ask yourself, how are you going to be able to better clarify what you are providing at the beginning? Okay. So some of the things that I like to do are I want to let the client know what to expect. I want them to know specifically what I will be doing. I want to let them know more specifically what I will not be doing. Okay, that's very, very important that they know what is not included because that is where the surprises come in. Nobody says, oh, you did too much for you, me. You did more than I thought you would. Nobody has that complaint. The complaints come when they are expecting something and that doesn't happen. Now you can also let them know how different tasks are going to impact the results that they get so they can understand how each piece of this puzzle is going to influence the other and the ultimate result that they are trying to get. Now you can also let them know what else they may want to consider. So for example, let's say that you come to their website and you see that it is not set up at all to convert leads. So you may be able to start driving a lot of targeted traffic to their website, but they have no lead generation form. Their phone number is nowhere to be found. So they are not going to be able to convert much of that traffic into leads and into paying customers. So that is, although it's not your job, it is in a sense your job because you don't have to go out there and do the work, but you do need to let them know that you are able to get them the high quality traffic. You're able to put them in front of their target audience. However, they have to do a better job of getting those leads to convert. And I would help them address that because they may say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you spend that time getting all the traffic, but if their site doesn't convert, your campaign isn't successful and they're looking at you. So I want to always have a plan to address anything that is really going to impact my work, even if I'm not doing it specifically. 
So you can decide whether you want to handle these services in a higher price package. And again, this could be the service that you actually provide. So let's say you want to make some changes to their website or you want to get paid for it, but you don't want to do it. So then you outsource some of the work. You bring on somebody to help you with that portion of the project. But if they want to do it in-house or you want them to do it in-house, make sure that they have a specific plan for how that's going to happen. Who is going to be responsible for that? How long is it going to take them? When is it going to be done? And is there anything that could come up and stand in their way of that getting done? So at this point, my recommendation would be to do what you can to make this client happy, to see if you can get more clear with them on what is and is not included and why, and then turn your attention to the conversations that you have at the beginning of this process. And how can you make that even better so this is really clear with your future clients? So thank you so much, Amber, for your question. I really hope this helps. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've been learning a lot, I want to know what are you struggling with? What would you like to be more clear for you? What situations are you running into that you would like feedback on? It's your turn to ask a question. So head on over to www.portableentrepreneur.com forward slash podcast. And there you can leave me a voicemail with your question. All right. Take care, everyone. And thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for listening to the Portable Entrepreneur Podcast. For more business tips, tutorials, and resources, visit www.portableentrepreneur.com.